The Boston Bruins are gathering to begin training camp here on Wednesday morning and with on-ice work scheduled to begin tomorrow. I'm breaking down three key storylines you need to be aware of as camp commences. Does David Krejci still have it? What's the deal with David Pasternak's deal? And are there any lineup battles that will play out during camp? Going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday, September 21st. Summer's officially over. Fall is kicking off, as is Boston Bruins training camp. I want to thank you all so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every day. Feels great to be back in the five-episode-per-week groove. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please open up your favorite podcast app, open up YouTube, search up Locked On Boston Bruins, and hit that subscribe button so that you never miss a thing. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at LockedNHLBruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Yesterday, amid the Zdeno Chara retirement announcement and press conference, the Bruins announced their training camp roster and schedule. Training camp opens today with official on-ice practices beginning tomorrow. The training camp roster was announced, and contrary to Perhaps what Don Sweeney was hoping, was aiming for, there are no PTOs. Every uh, buddy in attendance affiliated with the organization at some level and will be gathering today for an indetermined period of time before they are dispersed back to junior, to the ECHL perhaps, to the AHL, and will get a finalized NHL roster with opening night going down three weeks tonight. The first preseason game is scheduled for Saturday against the Philadelphia Flyers. If you missed my coverage of the Zdeno Chara retirement announcement, you can go back and listen to yesterday's episode. A very emotional day and a huge congratulations to Zdeno Chara for an unbelievable career and he's going to now take some time to be with his family, his kids especially, and evaluate next steps. Hopefully that comes with the Boston Bruins. Cam Neely said he looks forward to having a conversation with him whenever he is ready to come back to the game in some capacity. That would be a huge boost to the franchise, Neely said. For now, we turn our attention to Bruins still 
under contract, still with the team, still looking to succeed here in 2022-23. And one of those guys is David Krejci, who's back with the team after a one-year hiatus playing back in his native Czechia for his hometown team, Olomouc HC. He is ready to assume his role as second-line center. The Bruins clearing that spot after trading Eric Haula to the New Jersey Devils for Pavel Zaka on the first day of free agency. The big question is, is he able to handle second-line minutes after being out of the NHL for a full year? Patrice Bergeron's also back. We know he's the reigning Selkie Trophy winner. No questions there about his ability to hang. But has Krejci lost a step or two? Um, is he still able to carry the second line? Jim Montgomery, new head coach, has hinted that Krejci likely will have Pasternak and Taylor Hall on his wings to begin the season. Krejci said that would obviously be awesome. Two of the best players in the league. And if he gets a chance to play with at least one of them, then that'd be great. The chemistry shouldn't be a problem. Just kind of getting up to speed and talking a lot in the room and on the ice. But I think I'll be fine. Krejci is confident in his game and how it stacks up against NHL competition. And there's reason to believe that he'll be just fine because of how he performed at the World Championship and at the 2020 Olympics in Beijing. Not best on best per se, but he was fantastic, especially at the World Championships, playing with David Pasternak. He said he felt good all year long, felt very good at the Olympics, uh, they lost to Switzerland, weren't able to medal, unfortunately, but he felt good. And he felt like he was one of the better players in the tournament and at the World Championship, where Czechia earned a bronze medal. He feels great. He loves the game. And yeah, when David Pasternak came and played at the World Championship, they played some good hockey. And that was kind of the point where he started thinking about making a comeback. And when the Bruins called, it just kind of went from there. David Pasternak has talked about how he wasn't in the best place physically, mentally, after the season. After personal tragedy that hit him and his partner uh, before the beginning of last season. But playing with Krejci was so fun for him. And... I really do think those two together can do something special this year. Craig just said the older you get, you kind of have to play it out, see how you feel, see if people still want you or not. And that's the beauty of it because you don't know what's going to happen year to year. You're trying to make the most out of every opportunity you have in front of you. He said uh, he had fun in Europe. It was different. And now he's back with the Boston Bruins, ready to contribute in what should be a pretty special top six, especially when Brad Marchand is back in the lineup 
playing on the top line with Patrice Bergeron and likely Jake DeBrusque. But as far as Krejci goes, there's reason to be high on him and to think that he can put up at least 60 points during the regular season. And we all know how he steps up his game in the playoffs. And I'm excited for at least one more season of playoff Krejci. Coming up, I'm going to talk about David Pasternak's contract situation and how that might affect training camp. But first, a quick word about betonline.net, your number one source for all pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. You can find all of the latest football developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all sports wagering information, live betting, esports, and scores. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, golf, NHL, NBA right around the corner. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, David Pasternak enters training camp on the final year of his contract with the Boston Bruins. And there is some, I don't know, I wouldn't say concern, perhaps, but everybody wants this deal to get done before the season starts. So that is not hanging over the team the player as games get going. We've seen a number of players sign contract extensions with their respective teams before hitting free agency next summer. Most recently, Nathan McKinnon, who signed an eight-year contract worth $12.6 million per season uh, beginning next year. That will make him the highest paid player in the NHL. I can see Pasternak pushing for eight years, eleven million per to give him eight, uh, eighty-eight million total. Uh, Don Sweeney at the prospects challenge on Monday morning said Pasta is pretty clear going into the summer, and indicating that they'd like to find some common ground. His agent, J.P. Barry, Don Sweeney, working hard to try to do that. There's never been a timetable. Some people have tried to put one on it. That's just not how it works. Uh, Sweeney has said he admits he'd like to have things buttoned up before we even worry about entering a last year. But sometimes it's a little more of an organic process and they're continuing to work on it and communicate. JP, Barry, the agent, and Sweeney have a good relationship and happy to see Pasta back and ready to go. As I mentioned on the YouTube channel last week, um, David Pasternak indicated that he wants to remain a member of the Boston Bruins. Over the summer, he just wanted to concentrate on having 
some normal time off. There was COVID before that. There was um, the tragic situation with uh, his son last year. And his biggest thing was getting prepared for the season physically and mentally. Um, He was able to work hard, play hard, and that was his main focus. But when it comes to being optimistic about a new deal being agreed upon at some point, he said, yeah, of course. The city is where he got the chance to become the player he is, to become the human that he is. The Boston organization has played an unbelievable part in it. Came here as a kid. Now he's a man, and he's extremely happy. There's a lot of great memories. He loves it in Boston, and he says it's an honor to wear this jersey. They still have a whole season to figure things out. Um, there's been a couple changes. There's a new coach, some guys coming back, a couple new faces, and his focus is getting ready for game one. The Bruins are obviously going to be missing some key players to begin the season. We'll talk about that in segment three as we look at some training camp lineup battles, but Pasternak ready to hit the ground running and be a contributing big-time member of the Bruins this season. I, for one, would love to have Pasternak signed already. You don't want that hanging over training camp. You don't want it being a point of conversation with the media every day. You don't want it to drag into the regular season and then you, heaven forbid, enter into a situation where He's unsigned, heading into the offseason, and you risk a Johnny Godreau situation where the player just decides to pack up and move. That cannot happen. The Bruins cannot afford David Pasternak to walk away in free agency. It doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Both sides have an appetite to get a deal done. And hopefully they can work that out. Um, you know, the Bruins are moving kind of away from the team-friendly deals. That's just not how the NHL works anymore. You have Charlie McAvoy be getting a $9.5 million deal. Uh, you have Hampus Lindholm, perhaps valued a bit high at $6.5 million. You're lucky to have Brad Marchand at six. million for the next three seasons. Charlie Coyle's a bit overpaid at 5.25. Taylor Hall's making six. Pretty fair. And, you know, Pasternak's gonna command double digits in terms of millions for his AAV. And that's the price you have to pay to keep superstar talent. Um... Best case scenario, they get things wrapped up. Pasarak comes out, guns blazing, challenges for the Richard Trophy once again, and uh, continues his career for another eight seasons, taking him through his prime as a member of the Boston Bruins. But that is certainly something to watch until a deal is announced. 
Coming up in segment three, going to talk about training camp battles for position, a spot in the opening night lineup. But I want to thank you once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day. Please do subscribe if you haven't already, especially on the YouTube page where you will get some bonus uh, breaking news content as well as immediate reactions to every regular season game uh, on the YouTube channel. Now when it comes to the opening night lineup, we can be pretty confident in what the top six will look like. Pavel Zaka, Patrice Bergeron, Jake DeBrusque on the top line, Taylor Hall, David Krejci, David Pasternak on the second line. Unless there's a deal made to trade Craig Smith, which had been reported back in August. The Bruins were exploring that anyways. I would expect that Charlie Coyle, Craig Smith, will form that key duo on the third line. Trent Frederick played pretty well with them last season as well. So that could be a trio that... Jim Montgomery decides to keep together. Then on the fourth line, I could see a trio of Nick Foligno, Thomas Nosek, and Oscar Steen to be in the season, replacing Curtis Lazar, who has signed with the Vancouver Canucks. That would leave uh, Chris Wagner, as an odd man out, likely to be sent back to uh, the Providence Bruins as he was last season, called up for the the playoffs. But there's still some young guys who could challenge for a spot uh, instead of being sent to uh, to Providence. You have. Uh, John Beecher, who played pretty well at the Prospects Challenge. You have Georgie Merkulov, Mark McLaughlin, uh, Jack Stanika, Jacob Lauko, AJ Greer, and of course Fabian Lysel, who is a big wild card for, uh, for the Boston Bruins. Will Jim Montgomery go with the established veteran lineup? Or will he mix things up and give some of these young guys a shot? It's also kind of up to Don Sweeney. Is he going to bury some guys in the AHL? Will he try to make a trade during training camp? Uh, But, you know, guys like Nosek, Wagner, uh, possibly Craig Smith... Nick Foligno, if they can't perform at the highest level in training camp, the Bruins do not owe these guys a spot. They don't have to guarantee them a spot. They could go with some younger guys. Jack Stanika, perpetually looking to take the next step. Mark McLaughlin, all he did was score goals for the Bruins last season in limited time. Uh... John Beecher looking to make an impression in his first year as a pro. And A.J. Greer, 
was given a, a one-year deal, or sorry, a one-way deal. So he might challenge for some playing time as well. On the blue line, things are a bit clearer because of injuries, but the Bruins do have eight defensemen under NHL contracts for next season. Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grizzlick, of course, will begin the season on the shelf. Ideally, Hampus Lindholm will carry some big, heavy minutes for the Bruins. Could be paired with Brandon Carlo, Derek Forbort, Connor Clifton. Had some good chemistry in the playoffs, leaving Mike Riley and Jakobs Borrell as the uh, two defensemen to round out the top six. Uh, could a Michael Callahan challenge for spot? Could Victor Berglund, Connor Carrick, perhaps even Kai Wisman? Once McAvoy and Grizzlick are healthy, it's a different conversation. You have a clear top six in McAvoy, Lindholm, Grizzlick, Carlo, uh, I'd say Forbort and Zborl, with Riley and Clifton being the odd men out. And perhaps one of Grizzlick and Riley being traded. But it's going to be very interesting to see how Jim Montgomery puts his stamp on this team. If he feels some of these young guys are better served playing in the NHL. Or make the team better than some of these veteran guys. But also it comes down again to what Don Sweeney thinks. And whether or not they need to bury some guys for cap purposes. Maybe try to make a trade here during training camp into the preseason. This is not unheard of. A couple years ago, remember, Johnny Boychuk was traded uh, when the Islanders added him and Nick Letty uh, around this time of year as well. So in theory, on paper, the lineup looks that if you give all the veterans the benefit of the doubt and you know, slot them in as the guys who are signed to the bigger deals and who will be given those spots. But a young guy could come up and surprise, maybe Fabian Lysel gets the uh, a few games before being sent down to the AHL. We'll have to see, but it's going to be very interesting uh, to see if Lysel, Stanika, McLaughlin, I think, uh, and Beecher can steal a spot from one of those established veterans like Felino, Nosik. Maybe Oscar Steen can't show that he's quite ready. Um, can F Trent Frederick take a next step and secure his spot? Um, these are all important questions for Jim Montgomery to figure out, and he'll start doing so tomorrow as the Bruins take to the ice for official practices under the new head coach. Keep it locked to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest on the black and gold. Again, please do subscribe if you haven't already. I'll be back Thursday and Friday to talk about all the latest from training camp answer some mailbag questions, uh, hoping to have a guest on soon to break down the goaltending for the Bruins as well as around the Atlantic Division. 
So a lot of exciting stuff coming up here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, and you're not going to want to miss a thing. So do subscribe. For your second listen, go check out the Locked On NHL podcast, where our local experts bring you the latest from around the NHL, including McKinnon's brand new deal, Subban, Keith Yandel, Zdeno Chara retiring yesterday, and training camps kicking off around the league. Thanks so much for for tuning in, friends. Bessie behind me, grabbing a nap. And I hope you all have a great Wednesday. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. If you're looking for uh, a boost today, something fun and funny to to take your mind off things, Reboot on Hulu. Started watching it last night. It's a new comedy from the creator of Modern Family. And it's really uh, quite good and hilarious. Uh, You're going to want to check that out. Quick show recommendation there for you. All right, happy first day of training camp. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your favorite team every single day.